Hey there, I'm Melanie Reed, and this is The HR Mentor. I'm coming to you today from the unceded traditional territories of the Tecumlips Tishikwetmik people, and I want to express my deep gratitude that I'm able to live, work, and play on these beautiful lands. There's a certain self-reliance that's admired in our North American culture. It's totally understandable. After all, who doesn't love a good story about self-made success? But let's be honest. No one, and I mean no one, truly goes it alone. Behind every big success story, there is a network of supporters, mentors, teachers, or coaches who played a part. Now, many of us come from cultures where family and community offer important social connections, but they're also the connections that help us build careers and businesses. Today, I'm going to talk about why it's not just okay, but really beneficial to seek outside help when you are searching for a job or career planning or managing your career. This is going to be a bit of a shorter episode today because I'm getting ready to head out on a little vacation, but I promise you it won't be short on compelling reasons to seek outside guidance for your job search or your career planning. And if you listen to the very end, I'm going to also share a little bit of detail about the HR Career Accelerator program and how it can be the secret weapon for your first HR job search. There's so much to share. So let's get started. Welcome to the HR Mentor Podcast, the podcast for emerging HR practitioners to get practical advice, tools, and strategies to build credibility, confidence, and ultimately a fulfilling HR career. Last night, my family and I went to see Oppenheimer. If you haven't heard of it yet, it's a blockbuster Hollywood film about J. Robert Oppenheimer, an American physicist who is often credited as the father of the atomic bomb for his role in leading the Manhattan Project. Don't worry, even though it's based on historical events and you can look up what happened, I won't spoil the film for you with any specific details. But what I want to share with you about going to see this film is an observation that my mom made as we were heading home. My mom was a history major, and so as we're going home, I asked her if anything surprised her and if she felt it was historically accurate based on what she knew about the events of the time. She said that it certainly was, but the one thing that surprised her is that despite Oppenheimer getting all the credit and later most of the criticism for his work, he really didn't do a lot of the actual work. He did bring quantum physics to the U.S. according to the film and he did lead the Los Alamos lab for the Manhattan Project. But the creation of the bomb and how to detonate it was not his idea, nor did he build anything with his bare hands. He had a team. He had a team of the world's best and brightest. He had his strengths, and he certainly was incredible at developing theories. But alone, he wouldn't have been able to do what they did. Even early in the film, 
Oppenheimer says he was terrible in the lab and not great at math, but theory was his strength. Now, I'm sharing this example with you for two reasons. Number one, it's just further evidence that even though we might celebrate individual success and individuals for what they create, they most likely didn't create and bring that creation to market on their own. Now, number two, I love, love, love that Oppenheimer knew what his strengths were, and he wasn't afraid to let people know what was outside his wheelhouse, or at least that's how it's portrayed in the film. A few episodes ago, episode 69 to be exact, I talked about why it's important to know your strengths, and I shared some ways to identify them. Oppenheimer knew what he was good at, and he didn't pretend to be something else. And that allowed him to shine and be successful. It also helped him see who he needed around him to reach the level of success he wanted. So as we go through some of these reasons today, keep Oppie in mind and recognize that it's okay to ask for help. And there are some really good reasons for that. Now, I'm going to share six reasons with you today, and I'm going to start off with feedback. So let's talk about that. When you're job hunting or trying to level up in your career, you are marketing yourself. You're the product, right? But how well can you really judge your own presentation or your own answer to an interview question? You can write it out, you can research research it, but are you really sure that you know it's the right answer without getting some feedback? Getting an outsider's perspective, someone who's not maybe just another set of eyes, although that's helpful, but an expert set of eyes can really offer you insights on things you might have overlooked. There's a reason why product marketing teams take their new gadget, toy, or widget to a test group. They want to know if someone in their target market will love it or if they'll pass it by for something else. For example, let's say you've been sending out resumes but haven't been getting the response you'd hoped for. I hear that a lot from new grads and people that are looking for their first HR job. Now, it could be that your resume isn't highlighting your relevant skills or experiences effectively. Or maybe it's filled with jargon that's clear to you but might be confusing to hiring managers. A professional career coach or a mentor or even another HR professional could provide you with some invaluable feedback that makes the difference between your resume ending up in the consider pile instead of the discard one. So getting feedback from other people about your marketing materials, as I call them, your resume, cover letter, all that sort of stuff, but also the way you're presenting yourself can be really valuable to your success. Otherwise, you might not know why you're not quite hitting the mark. And that's a very common thing I hear with job seekers. Now, the second reason why I think getting some help is beneficial is all about networking. I'm going to say this saying again, I know you've heard it from me if you're if you've been listening for a while, but you know it. It's not what you know, but who you know. And you've heard me talk about networking a lot on this podcast. 
Well, there's a really good reason for that. Knowledge and skills are definitely critical, but the importance of having a robust professional network is not something that can be overstated. By reaching out and getting support from career coaches or attending networking events or joining HR-focused online communities, you're not just getting help, but you're also making connections. And these connections could lead you to job opportunities, professional development opportunities, and even lifelong friendships. Networking is really an investment in you that is going to pay dividends throughout your career. It's not a one-time thing. If you meet somebody, it has a snowball effect that can lead you to success down the road. With networking, the other thing to keep in mind is it may not be that first connection or the first couple of connections you make that lead you to your first HR job. I believe it can be incredibly helpful. But maybe you meet somebody now and they become incredibly helpful in your career down the road. So there are different points in time where you might have to reach out to people. I have a friend who's looking for an HR consultant and I'm going to go to my network to see if I can find somebody in their area that can help them. And so I'm able to provide that support and that guidance to my friend because I've maintained my network. This is another reason why I created the LinkedIn HR Career Cafe. This is designed so that emerging HR practitioners can have a space to share, learn, and network. So if you're not already a member and you're in the first five years of your career, make sure you check it out with the link in the show notes wherever you're listening, because that is a very simple way to make some quick connections with people who are in the same stage of their career as you. We also post lots of great HR jobs, so another good reason to join if you haven't already. Okay, the third reason to seek outside help is really simple. You're not an expert in everything, and that's totally okay. You might excel in employee relations, benefits administration, uh, reference checking, talent acquisition, but you may not be a pro in job seeking or career management. Just because you're an HR professional doesn't mean you're a career development professional or a job-seeking professional. Let's take personal branding as an example of where this can come into play. Marketing yourself is a key aspect of job-seeking and career management. And many people don't feel completely comfortable handling this part of a job search. Personal branding involves creating a professional identity and a consistent message that's going to set you apart from your competition in the job market. The image you present through your resume, your LinkedIn profile, your cover letter, and the things you say in an interview, that's all part of your marketing strategy and a way to showcase your unique skills, experiences, and value to potential employers. But if there's a disconnect in what you're saying, what's in your resume, or it's just not really expressing who you are and what value you add, then it's not going to be effective. But again, personal branding can be really challenging if you don't have the knowledge and expertise. 
you might be great at HR tasks, but you may not have the level of comfort or expertise to do the branding side or the marketing side. You might also not know exactly what to talk about or what to share about yourself. A lot of emerging HR professionals undervalue their accomplishments and they fail to recognize the key skills that they should be promoting. So a career professional or a career planning professional or a job search coach can help you bring out those aspects that are going to be important for a potential employer and increase your chances of standing out in a crowd of other HR professionals. It can really be a game changer because they have the expertise and knowledge on how to set you apart from others. The fourth reason that getting outside help can be beneficial is because it can save you an enormous amount of time and reduce the guesswork. So this goes hand in hand with not being an expert. The job search process can be really overwhelming. Tailoring your resume for each application, preparing for interviews, it's, it's a lot. And especially if you're working a full-time job already. So job search and career planning support can really help streamline this process and point you in the right direction. And that will give you a lot of time that you can focus on other things like the job you're doing right now, like your family. I'll give you an example. Let's talk about interview preparation. If you're working with someone who has the knowledge and expertise to help you with that, they can provide you with practice questions for interviews, potential questions, and some feedback that can drastically cut down your prep time while also helping boost your confidence. And really, that's a huge win-win. Now, it's an extra bonus if they also know the HR world because they'll have insight into HR hiring practices that other people might not. Your time is super precious. So why try and figure out the best path to your perfect HR role? Let someone else lead the way and make the process easier and more enjoyable. And that will free up your time to do the things that you love to do and so that your job search doesn't become this huge burden. The fifth reason I think outside help can be really beneficial is career direction. Professional growth is not a linear journey. And at times, it can really be difficult to see the bigger picture, identify the best route forward. Maybe you're considering transitioning from a generalist role to a more specialized one, such as focusing on learning and development, but you're really not sure if it's the right move or how you could go about doing that. Well, somebody who understands the HR world and is um, understands the process can be really invaluable here. A career coach or a mentor can help you assess your interests, your skills, your values, and help you set some career goals. They can also provide insight into the different HR specialties and the skills and qualifications that might be needed for these roles. A career coach might also be able to help you with your fact-finding part of your career planning. 
let's say, for example, that you want to pursue um, focus on employee training and organizational learning or more of an OD focused role. Well, they would probably be able to help you find individuals that can give you some insight into opportunities in those areas. They can help you figure out what information you need to make that transition. And they can even be there to help suggest certifications or suggest ways that you can gain experience in your existing workplace. These might be things you've never thought of before, and having somebody guide you through this process can be really valuable in, again, providing you with direction of a career that's going to fit with your skills, your passion, your values, but also, again, take some of that guesswork out of it for you. So career direction can be another really powerful benefit to getting some outside help and some support. Now the sixth and final reason that I want to talk about today is emotional support. The emotional ups and downs of job seeking and career progression can be really difficult. One week you might be attending two really promising interviews and the next you've got two rejection emails. And it can be super easy to internalize these rejections. And over time, that takes a toll on your self-esteem and your motivation to continue in your job search. Career professionals are well-equipped to provide the kind of support that will guide you through these challenges. They understand the emotional landscape of job seeking and can help you navigate those feelings of disappointment and frustration. They're also really good at helping you separate your self-worth from the outcome of your job applications and help you see that your rejection, which is such a terrible word, but not getting an offer or something that you hoped for, they can help you see that that's a learning experience, not a personal failure. And it's part of the process. Like if you've had a string of unsuccessful interviews, you might start questioning your abilities and qualifications. And if you've been working with somebody and following a process that they've laid out for you, well, they can help you dissect what you've been doing to see if there's something that you can change that can help improve your future results. Maybe there is nothing. Maybe it's just the competition. Maybe it's just the timing. So they can also help you develop practices that allow you to manage these ups and downs in the stress and remind you that this is part of the process of a job hunt. So it doesn't necessarily reflect you specifically, and it certainly doesn't reflect your worth as a professional. A mentor or a coach can really help you overcome some of the stumbles that we face when it comes to the emotional side of job seeking or career development practices. Another good example might be if you've been on a career development path at work and you've been doing all the right things and then an opportunity comes up and you don't get it. You might be thinking, well, that's it. This path is never going to be for me. No, that's part of the process. Not everybody gets the job. Remember, there's likely one job and multiple candidates, and it may not always be you. 
So a good mentor or coach can really help you manage these ups and downs. They can also help introduce you to other people you can connect with that are facing the same challenges and offer other examples of how people found success. By offering strategies to manage stress and the emotions to help foster resilience and provide a supportive space where you can express your concerns and frustrations, a career professional or mentor can make the job search process a lot less emotionally draining and more empowering. Now remember, all of these reasons are integral to your professional journey. And there is no shame in seeking assistance in these areas. In fact, it's a strength. It's also a sign of intelligence, a sign that you're willing to invest in yourself, to learn, to grow, and to be the best HR professional that you can be. So as you consider these reasons, keep in mind the Oppenheimers of the world get their face on the cover of Time magazine. They didn't get there alone. And if you go watch the film, which is a chock-a-block full of incredible actors, think about them and how they got to where they are. Don't just think about the actor. Think about their acting coaches, their spouses and families, their assistants, the food service people, the people who clean their trailers, the makeup artists and wardrobe people, their personal trainer, their stylist, their publicist, etc., etc. No actor reaches the heights of success in isolation, and neither do successful HR professionals. Now, as I promised, before I sign off and go pack my suitcase, I want to share a little bit of what you will get if you register for the HR Career Accelerator program, which is finally launching next month. Yes, I'm excited to say I will be opening registration later in August. This program is one that I delivered in a condensed live format, but over the last 18 months, I've been building it into a more accessible, self-directed program designed to help you find your first HR job. It takes you from being a job seeker to a job offer. Now, if you register, you'll receive access to a personal learning portal where you can make your way through the program at your very own pace. There are eight modules with approximately 40 video lessons and two bonus lessons. When you join, you'll also get instant access to a private support community on Facebook so that you can network, get feedback, receive and offer support and guidance to a group of emerging HR professionals just like you. So you will truly never be alone on your journey. I will also be there with weekly live chats and of course, answers to all your questions and feedback on your progress. Does that sound amazing? That's not even the best part. Because you're a listener of this podcast, you're also going to get an incredible discount if you sign up in this first registration. So I want you to remember the code HRMentorPod and put it in the discount code box when you check out to get an amazing HR Mentor discount. 
just my way of saying thank you for being such a loyal listener. And I want to make it accessible to as many people as possible. Now, I've got to run and get ready for my travels, but in my next episode, I will share a little bit about the structure of the HRCA program so that you have a better idea if it's right for you. In the meantime, remember, you are not meant to make this journey alone, and neither am I. I didn't get where I am all by myself. You have played a huge role just by listening to this podcast, so I want to thank you for being here every two weeks. Your support means the world to me, truly. And if you would like to show your love for the podcast and you haven't already, or even if you already have, please don't be shy. Click the subscribe button wherever you're listening. And while you're there, leave a rating and a review as it will help other emerging HR practitioners find the show. As always, all the links that I mentioned can be found in the show notes wherever you are listening. Take care. Bye for now.